There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, here with Jim. And My uh, name is Jim. Trump has not been arrested yet. <laughs> huh? What? I guess they're going to delay it a week, I, I heard. Uh, a week? But it was yeah. such, I mean, if this is such an open and shut case, I mean, let me, let me do this. Josh, I want you to go out and get in your, your vehicle, and I want you to go down the middle of town where it's 20 miles an hour. I want you to run through there about 50. And then when the blue and red things come up and behind you start flashing... Don't pull over and see well, say, how fast Pull me over next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, we're going to get you next week, man. I'm a little busy right now. Do you see the, the, the analogy there? I mean. Well, if, they, they wanted all to die down. They wanted to be covered by. They, they wanted to get out of the news media because people are getting ready to protest. He called for protest, and that scared the living daylights out of them. <laughs> and so they they don't want to do this now. Now they're trying to figure out what they need to do because now they're under investigation for even bringing this up because it's a, it's a bunk it, it's a bunk 100% bunk charge. They took a misdemeanor, right. which isn't even a misdemeanor, bumped it up to a felony, and the evidence they have on it is like nothing. So this is that's the exact that's the entire problem with the DOJ or Justice Department or anything right now. The fact that they can bump it up by feeling is absolutely destroys the justice system as we stand right now. They have undermined the justice system. There is no validity anymore. If you can show this in this real time, like what you just said, and not even hesitate, our justice system has failed. Period. Right. Well, you know, in this, this payment that was given to Stormy Daniels, the, what they're going after Trump is that he wrote this off as – legal fees here's the thing is he paid this money to his lawyer michael cohen as legal fees right and then michael cohen went ahead and paid stormy daniels that money what, what yeah. michael cohen does with that money after donald trump's done with it is is up to michael cohen but it was done with even without uh trump's permission because he was working as trump's liaison so he does it and then and now it's Trump's fault. I mean, I, again, this is semantics. I know, guys, we're splitting hairs on this, but li- literally the problem with this whole thing is, is this attorney private, uh, attorney-client privilege? He, Trump gives him the money. Go take care of this. Get this out of my hair. I don't want to deal with it, right? I don't, I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Well, and now the problem is, is that someone goes back and campaigns on this very idea, gets a million bucks from Soros. Hey, let me. this is the question I was going to ask you. This is I've been stewing on this for this Josh, this is the question of the century. How is that man still alive in these United States of America? Soros. I, I don't know. I mean, th- th- this guy has literally, you know, has peed in everybody's Cheerios a thousand times. And this man still walks freely as if n- n- he has done nothing. Like how, and how would you take a billion, become a billionaire in a country and then turn around and want to destroy it? <laughs> These things do not add up for me. I don't, I don't get that. They add up for anybody. Uh, you know, the logic here, though, is that Michael Cohen is their star witness. He's uh, testifying today, right? 
And this man has been convicted, spent 14 months in jail for perjury, for lying. <laughs> I mean, it seems credible. Yeah, it seems, it seems, like, seems like a credible guy, man. I mean, he's a lawyer, of course. But this is, this is absolute absurdity. And, and here's the thing. We have gotten to the point of no return. This, the financial mess that we are in right now, um, the more I dig into this, the worse and worse that it looks. I mean, this, this is bad. I mean, yeah. I cannot express how bad this is. So right now, they're going to pump $17 trillion worth of liquidity into the markets. Okay? And 17, why not just do 20? Well, I mean, well, that, that number actually comes about because of the, the Treasury's uh, fronted amount. So the Treasury's putting up uh, $50 billion, and from that, the Fed has to match the $17 trillion. Uh, but Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. Wait, wait. <laughs> Josh. It's just how it's leveraged. They're going yeah, to put $50 billion in. So they can do seventeen trillion. I got. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, Josh, I got fifty bucks. If you give me seventeen thousand, that'd be great. You mean you mean seventeen million <laughs> or seven? Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, seventeen million. Yeah, that's an exchange rate I can get behind right there, buddy. <laughs> well, but this is this is the problem here. Oh, is they're trying to bump up the FDIC insurance temporarily? Okay. Uh huh. Remember how they said that the taxpayer won't suffer? The taxpayer won't have to bail these banks out? Um, SVP, Silicon Valley Bank and First Signature. So they were bailed out by the FDIC. The FDIC is private insurance that the banks pay into every month, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So where do the banks get the money to pay into the FDIC insurance? From you. <laughs> From you. That's exactly right. It's like mortgage so, insurance. You pay insurance for the mortgage company in case you default on your loan. Right. That is the now, biggest th- – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Now think about this. The FD, they want to increase the FDIC's limits temporarily. So that means that the banks will have to pay a higher rate to the insurance companies. How is the banks going to pay for that if the banks don't have liquidity? <laughs> Your money, you, your fees, <laughs> banking account charges. That's how they're going. They've pay already for said it. they're going to do the whole thing where they come in and just like take ten percent of everybody's checking account. You've heard this before. I mean, they have said that a lot, and not like one guy slipping. Well, you know, we could probably take some money out of everybody's account, but no, they've really talked about like they legitimately can go in and just take ten percent of your money, and you can't do anything about it. It's just a fee, right? Absolutely, it, no, they, they can and they will. This is getting this is getting bad, and I want people to understand that not only is this getting bad, that the crisis has really just begun. Okay, so uh, think about this: right. you have the depositors, right? Now, mm-hmm. do you know what the FX reserves are? FX, uh, remind me. It's ESF FX reserves. Basically, this is money that the federal government holds in case of emergencies. Okay. <laughs> Now that 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 fifty billion that Janet okay. Yellen's taking out for the the seventeen right. seventeen trillion is coming out of our yeah. FX reserves, okay? We have reserves. We're, well, why are it, we swiping the it, credit card? The FX reserves are held by the Treasury to fight okay. hyperinflation. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but okay. <laughs> but this this is what you have to understand. 
they're taking it out of there. So that leaves us with a balance of about $35 billion in our FX reserves. To give you an idea, China has $1.5 trillion in their FX reserves. The other countries that have like $35 billion in their FX reserves are countries like Algeria. Algeria? Yeah, yeah. That's, it's that bad. Okay? Basically, the United States is bankrupt on all their reserves as well. Now... There, there's in the way this works is they borrowed from the uh, BTF uh, the BTFP. Don't ask me what mm-hmm. that stands for. Um, and then you have <laughs> you have various other financial organizations. So they're right. giving this money in, okay, and they're going to basically leverage this money to provide liquidity at the same time that we have inflation increasing. Tomorrow you're probably going to see a 25 basis point increase from the Federal Reserve. The 25 basis point increase from the Federal Reserve is. Uh, is going to be seen seen as a good point for the market. So you'll you're going to see the markets rebound this week. Okay, you're going to see right. things pump up in the green this week because FEO, the the Fed Reserve is going to come out and say things are good. We're good. We have liquidity. We're everything's great. But what you, people don't understand is inflation is created by circulating money in the supply. When you increase that money supply by let's say seventeen trillion, Oops. you have a problem. Sorry. You, yeah. you have hyperinflation that incurs. And see, the problem right now is that the government has basically two solutions to this problem. And both of the solutions lead to economic depression. Is that they right. can keep on increasing rates and, and suppress the money supply and pull money out, which is going to kill business, it's going to kill jobs, and it's going to basically put us into a depression – or they can start pumping liquidity back into the market, act like they're, they're fighting uh, inflation, and allow it to happen way faster. But that also debases the value of the dollar. This is where we're headed. They're, they decided to debase the value of the dollar faster, hyperinflation faster. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Kirk Elliott's going to be on with us tomorrow. We'll talk about this more. But this is, this is bad. This, you're, you're not talking well, It has years, to crash, Jim, you're though. months. Right. But this ha- this has to crash. I mean, to be able to to create quote unquote the reset of anything, whether we reset to what their demonic or their effective way they want to treat us and control us in every way, or whether we go to another financial system altogether, either way, we've got to walk away from this denim currency in your pocket. You know that those denim dollars you have are not worth anything, and we've got to quit believing in a system that literally has failed. I mean, they're they're talking about dumping seventeen. Why not just do call a hundred trillion? Just put a hundred trillion in the market. Well, it doesn't matter either way. It's just it's it's killing it. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is really amazing to watch. Well, and, and how about I, this? Go ahead. Home prices have fallen for the first time in eleven years. Sales have spiked, but but there's anxiety striking the eight trillion dollar mortgage debt market after the SVB collapse. Not necessarily for. The mortgage bonds that are out there, those are actually fairly secure. But the agency mm-hmm. mortgage-backed securities, like long-term bonds, are vulnerable to rising interest rates, which pushed their prices down last year and settled banks like SVB with unrealized losses. Okay, So right. the risk premium on widely followed Bloomberg index of agency MBS hit its highest level since October when climbing interest rates turned global markets topsy-turvy. The move reflected fears that other regional banks might have to sell their holdings, bond fund managers said. Mm-hmm. So 
if they have to do a sell-off of these mortgage-backed securities, this is going to crush the 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 housing market. That's where we're headed yep. right now. That's the next big collapse that you're going to see, along with banks beginning to collapse as well. We'll be right back with Dark Delight Show. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. <laughs> but, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's hold the economic talk off for toward tomorrow. I know there's some people out there that that don't want to hear about the economic, they don't want to hear about crypto or gold or silver assets that actually appreciate in value when you're heading in towards a economic decline. But, you know. Well, we, I mean, it's it's already here, guys. I mean, this is, I mean, there. how do you say that, though? We, we've I've been talking about it for two years. I got out of the stock market at the beginning of 2021. I did not want to be a part of the stock. I just saw it as completely fake and false at that point. I was like, I, I took, I got rid of everything. I had, you know, I had stuff in there and I got completely out of it just because I was like, there's, this is not going to continue this way. And I saw it back then. And then when I saw the bond market do what it did 15 year, 15 months ago or 18 months ago, 
again, that was just like, how are people even in the stock market at all? And I've got people still talking about, you know, well, my stocks are doing great. I don't know why. why what's the concern? <laughs> like, uh, no. But anyway, yeah, we got to think things differently. We do. We do. And, and you know, I was talking to uh, Kirk about this today. I said, you know, people are worried about their dollars. People are worried about the devaluing of their dollars. Are their dollars safe in a bank? And what we need is, do you, you know, the International Monetary Fund, which is headquartered in Washington, D.C., they do right. something known as an SDR. And, and basically what an SDR is, it's a bucket of currencies. It's a bucket of assets. So what they do is they secure their loans that they give out with assets, appreciating mm-hmm. assets so they they take a bucket of so they take money that the countries give them and they go out there and buy assets with that money those assets right. are either going to be appreciated and depreciating but the way they do is they diversify those assets so that if one is depreciating and another is appreciating so the collective loss is a sum zero right okay that's like betting against uh, that's like i don't know what is it uh craps where you bet with the house and again and with the house, you well, know, you're betting both you sides. You don't have to go to gambling. It, it, it's actually very, very smart. Here's the mm-hmm. thing is why don't banks work this way? Why, why don't banks go out there, okay, take in mm-hmm. deposits, turn those deposits into appreciating assets for the depositors, like gold, right. silver, crypto, server farms, land, real estate, these types of things, farmland, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and then what happens is then they can borrow off of those assets. But here's the thing is those assets are protected against hyperinflation, currency wars, declining economies. And not only that is is if a person needs to pay their bills or something like that, let's say the U.S. dollar is down for that day and it's going to be more, you know, uh, financially feasible to do it in Chinese Wong. Then, then you take right. it out in a different currency. It, right. it, and that's the way we got to start thinking is that dollars or currency, fiat currencies are nothing more than an interve- intermediary for a value of exchange. And that if we instead held our wealth in appreciating assets, right, then we'll all be better off and more well protected, especially against these types of corruption and greed that are occurring right now in the banking industry. Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on with this. I mean, things that you're talking about. Most people say, "Well, I don't have time for that. I don't have. I can't. I can't do that. That's not my, not my thing." Well, the problem with that is, is that you find yourself in a situation like we're in now, where people are like, I mean, silver's up to a dollar and a half in a week, week and a week and a couple of days. So in a week and a couple of days, it's up a dollar and a half, which is what? What does that end up making it? Um, you're talking about. What is that, 10, 10% or – oh, it wouldn't be 10%. Yeah, it will be almost 10% in a week and a half. Silver. If you'd bought silver a week and a half ago, you're up at 8% already mm-hmm. in a week. I mean that's I mean that's that's a way to think about it You know, in real terms. Like you just gained 8%. It's just sitting there. So, And it's not going anywhere. It's not evaporating. Like if you have a pound of silver today, tomorrow it's still a pound of silver. You know, that's, that's yep. the – if you have a pound of dollar bills – you know, which which has more value. If I have a pound of $100 bills or I've got a pound of silver, are they both same worth the same tomorrow as they are today? When they put that $17 trillion in there, I don't think that value is going to work the same. 
But and then if you look at the that, that's just how it is. Um, oh, that ooh, wow, ooh, wee. that chart does not what, look good. What, what happened? What happened? Um, I put that. In, I went to Ampmax. The uh, look on the silver, you know, the, the silver yeah, thing. The, I know the and I just hit the U.S. dollar, and uh. the U.S. dollar's taking a nosedive to silver right now, like huge. Well, it's you, you know really, what's going on, right? So basically, the two uh, the two year uh, Treasury bond. Mm-hmm. Just dip below recession uh, recession uh, barriers. The first, last time it did this was in October 1987. Ooh, do you know what happened in October 1987? Uh, let's see. I was in October. I was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> it was uh, the stock market clash crash. Yeah, Black Friday. I think. Uh, well, I not Black Friday. Black something. But uh, right. yeah. So this is. This is getting real. And then yesterday, we have Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin meeting together. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I just, it's interesting how things come together. Because a few weeks ago, the U.S. warned China, if they started backing Russia, that the United States was going to release intelligence. They didn't say what they were going to release. They said they're going to release intelligence. On that same day is when the Department of Energy released a preliminary unclassified report of the Chinese lab leak of the coronavirus. And I said, watch, Joe Biden's got a classified version of this. When China goes to back Russia, the United States is going to declassify these documents, and it's going to show conclusively, quote unquote, that China developed the coronavirus, released it from the lab, and caused a pandemic. Why? Because this is economic warfare against China. Now, what just happened yesterday with the executive order on the same day that Putin and Xi met is Joe Biden signed the law releasing declassifying all information about the COVID lab leak. Oh, he did do that? Yep, he did it yesterday. Now, why would he do that? Because now when that information comes out, countries who spent trillions of dollars fighting coronavirus are now going to sue China. And they're going to put economic sanctions on China. So (sighs) the last time that we did that to a country at that extent was after World War I in Germany. Right. Keep that in mind because that's what they're pushing. But the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? So if if we're telling everybody I hate Russia, I hate Russia, I hate Russia, and then we go over here, we're going to leak something with China, and we start doing this little dribble thing – they become friends automatically. We're forcing that relationship, and we're putting ourselves on the outside of things. And I, I, that's the and this, but this falls into the warmongers' drums of war, right? This is what mm-hmm. they want. They want to create the controversy so that we have the excuse to go in and save Ukraine. By the way, I don't care if you think Ukraine's a part of the Gazarian Mafia or not, or you whatever. Here's the thing, guys. It is the dumbest war I have ever heard of in my life. And you think that that's going to cause World War Three? And if it does. We are dummies. We, I mean, we really are. There's no reason for us to even think about Ukraine. And the fact that, oh, by the way, did you see that we kicked off, uh, we told uh, the peace uh, talks to go kick rocks yesterday? Do you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, we, were, we, we had a whole peace deal worked out where, quote, unquote, they were going to stop shooting each other, whatever's going on, and then everything's going to be fine. No, America said, mm-mm, kick rocks. We got this. The, uh, what is it, the foreign intelligence whatever guy? Came out Jake and Sullivan. said that. What? It, yeah. What? It, why? 
it, this tells you guys it has nothing to do with peace. It has everything to do with the industrial complex to create war, to cause the, you know, the distraction from your dollar, all that other stuff. I mean, it, it's playing out in real time. It is. It is. And U.S. armaments are being utilized against the people in the Donetsk region and Bakhmut and so forth. We've gotten reports over 1,100 casualties from Ukrainian bombardments of shelling in the Bakhmut area from U.S. munitions. I mean, China, Xi Jinping's like, hey, let's just uh, let's get to the table and have peace. And the United States is like, no, we don't want peace. Yeah. We and can't, see, that's, we can't, that's, um, this is what well, we're they can't talking filter about. money that way. There's, well, you know, it's not about filtering muddle or anything like that. It, it, it's about not yeah. allowing their secrets to come out. Oh, is that, that too, yeah. their secrets are all hidden in Ukraine right now. And they can't allow Russia to win this because once Russia, let's say that there's peace talks and this whole conflict ends. Now Russia mm-hmm. goes to the international community, the BRICS nations, and brings the evidence that they found. They can't allow that. They got to take out Russia, one hundred percent. They have to remove right. Putin. They they cannot stop until they do that. We'll be right back with Dark Delight Show. You Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. And, and Jim. Yes, sir. What, what's going on with my uh, audio? Okay. I, I thought oh. my audio was a little off there. It's a user error. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? You don't hear that? Uh, I, no. Oh, that's weird. Is it Jesus talking to you? Okay, uh, cool. I, I'm like this is this, God, like, Josh. I'm getting like this mechanical <laughs> boost. Anyways. <laughs> Potentially right. fatal Candida urus fungus is spreading in the U.S. according to uh, to the CDC. Have you heard about this? New York Post. Yeah. Got to love it, man. That's all right. Uh, this year, the number of cases increased a whopping 95% from 700 in 2020 to 1,400. Well, I don't know if that's a well, 1,400. It, it, and it, see, the thing is, is they don't have anything to treat it because it's uh, antibiotic resistant. Um, mm. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, didn't we just go through the COVID pandemic with everybody <laughs> yelling and screaming about one of the most powerful antifungal drugs on the planet called ivermectin? Mm-hmm. Yep, anti it's antifungal. It's uh, uh, it's also guys. If you don't understand that there are bugs inside of you, parasites, you're not paying attention to the world around you. We have parasites in our bodies, big time, and that's what ivermectin takes care of. Along with HCQ, hydroxychloroquine. No, it's real. No, the everything's trying to kill you. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh it's at that. It's not going to hey, be hey, fun, Josh. guy. Oh, oh. hey, uh, you know what the number you know, <laughs> the number one uh, cause of death is? Come um, on, gosh, you've heard this one. The number one cause of death, life. Yeah, no, birth. So birth, what you do between yeah. is up to you. That's yeah, it. That's right. Just figure out. No one gets out alive, right? No one gets out alive. So just, oh, I don't know. But a lot of this has to do with, you know, we are such sedentary individuals as it is. Like, we sit around. We're, you know, we always talk about the potato in chief that, you know, he sat in his basement and won an election, the most popular election on earth, right? Um, 
But in reality, it's because we're not using the bottom lobes of our lungs. We're not actually using true respiration at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that breath therapy, like you've talked about this on your show a couple of years ago. You got into a whole segment on the pineal gland and other things like that and pressurizing the spinal fluid and stuff. But the, using the bottom end of your lungs, the bottom lobes, is absolutely necessary to keep your body healthy and to get rid of, aspirate, the, get all this stuff out of you. And we don't even think about the fact that we don't really – we don't really breathe the way we should. We don't get no, out there are shallow and really breathers. use breathers. People are shallow mm-hmm. breathers. They don't take enough oxygen into their lungs. And, and I agree with you. And this came about because of the sedentary lifestyle. This came about for a lot of different reasons, but primarily because people were never taught how to breathe. If you watch little babies, how they breathe, they use their whole lung power to breathe. Right. Absolutely. You know, Neil Cavuto, I couldn't figure out what it was about his voice I couldn't understand. And I, it's like mm-hmm. it just drove me crazy to listen to him. And I, and there was a time I tried to kind of watch him stuff, but I just couldn't do it. I realized he's a short – he's a shallow breather. And that's mm. why he's always like ah. – he's just like every <laughs> word seems like he's just at the edge of death. is because he's top breathing. Yeah, everything is just the, I got to get these last words out to you as I die. It's like, you got to, like, dude, let it go. Like, breathe all the way in. So it's a real thing. I mean, we don't we don't realize that breath work, and you can say it whatever you want to call it, hippy-dippy, whatever, but breath work is an absolute part of, what's uh, Wim Hof? Have you watched some of his stuff with his cold therapies oh, and have. things? absolutely. His, his big thing is breathing. Guys, learn to breathe. You don't know how to breathe. And uh, it's really amazing to see what he has done. But I think that with the cell respiration, people don't realize cell respiration is a real thing as well. Uh, Grounding yourself actually causes you to create space between your cells when you go in and and discharge the static electricity out of your body. I mean, if you're holding a phone, you're working with electronics, you're you're wearing rubber-soled shoes all the time, putting your feet on the ground five five minutes a day, is all you need to create cellular bounce between the cells and cause you to create a better health inside of your body. Interesting. Look at mm. you, Mr. Health Guru. Yeah, I know. I'm what that other guy secrets now. do you got in there? <laughs> oh, did you know that your fabrics actually have frequency? Uh, nylons have negative frequencies inside of the the actually in the in the in the in the fabric itself. Wool is the only thing that actually has a true positive. Uh, cotton is kind of a neutral, positive uh, electron, but you can actually, through your own clothing, create a better energy about yourself. But too much nylon in contact with your skin creates that negative, uh, negative static, and then that's what causes you to actually feel down about yourself. There's a lot of parts of that where your body interacts with the fabrics around your, your skin. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, uh, uh, that's why you want to wear linen. Oh, oh, by the way, linen too. If you can wear linen, linen and wool more often, you're you're creating. That's why people are like, hey man, you know, they're wearing these sarongs and these floppy pants and all this other stuff. It's because their energy is completely different. They're living in a different, almost different world than you are when you're not wearing those compressive nylon clothes. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Now, now I'm gonna like have to go redo my whole wardrobe because of you. <laughs> Every, I'm gonna, you know, every time that we have a conversation, I'm like, well, i got to stop doing that. i got to stop doing that. I'm going to die if yeah. I keep on doing this stuff. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> well, it's and the sad part of it is is that we've been so trained to it, right? Think about what you do, Josh. It wasn't that I you know, 
you were going out and like seeking out certain behaviors. It was just because this is what you've always done, right? Superstition and tradition. We've I've always done it this way, Jim. Why did you? Why are you telling me this weird stuff? Well, in reality, linen. Think about through the annals of history until petroleum came along, we didn't use nylons, right? We didn't have non-organic or non. You know, we had we had everything was original fabrics from Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Wool, cotton, things of that nature. And then we started going into these synthetics. And then do you see the decline of the human body through cancers, tumors, skin tags, moles? Well, uh, skin, skin is the cancer. biggest organ. Yeah, and your body's touching that nylon. And if you don't have cotton on, if you don't have leather on, if you don't have linen, wool. And by the way, there is a, if you look up in the biblical text as well, there is a, there's actually verses about uh, combining, I think it's wool and something else. You're not allowed to do that because it does create like a negative interference with the body. So (laughs) there are some things even in the Bible tell you don't combine certain fabrics together. And we don't even think about that. We don't even think about why we do what we do. But if we could get your, if you get nylon out of your body, uh, or off of your body and get to the cottons and the linens and stuff, stuff like that, you'd be surprised. It'll change. Um, will change? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite to the, uh, you know, the free, <laughs> the free bird kind of thing where I'm like, Hey man, everything's great. Dave's not here, man. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, but, but I hemp do clothing, see the wisdom. Hemp, hemp clothing. Yeah. Hemp clothing. Yeah. A, a truly organic. Damn hippies uh, plant that, right all along. They really did. And so why did the government rail against them so hard? Think about – I mean, just go with this. If the government was against it, like think about – they put hemp as a Schedule One. Wait, 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 listen to me. Hemp, hemp, the male plant, which is only a fibrous oil plant, right? It's got a lot of oil in it. It's got a lot of fiber in it. And they classified that as a Schedule One drug. Why? What was so beneficial about hemp? What was so beneficial? And I didn't uh, know this six William years ago. William Randolph Hirsch. Right. And the government jumps in behind, and here we are. And it has been a decline of the health and the wellness of our entire country. The entire globe, really, because we all demonized it. But why? Why did we demonize that? Why was it something that we used through the annals of history, all the way through history? It was a part of every society. And then all of a sudden... 1900 rolls around. Hey, yeah, man, this stuff is horrible. You got to quit using this in everything you're doing. <laughs> and why? Because we just t- were told that that's what we should do. Because, and well, that's because, where we- Hirsch, because Hirsch cornered the lumber market in the Northwest. Hemp, mm-hmm. up until, until that time frame, was utilized for the majority of papers in the country. And right. you could create paper with wood, but it was way more expensive a process to do. And hemp had already taken over the market. And by the way, hemp is one of the early products farmed throughout all of the United States that basically gave farmers their start in creation and and brought a lot of families a lot of wealth in the United States. And overnight, William Hirsch basically lobbied Congress to outlaw it. Yeah. And it killed it. And then overnight, think about if if you're a hemp, if you're making hemp, right, you have tractors, you have equipment. You have harvesting stuff. You have your barns all set up to to process hemp, and then overnight the government tells you, "Oh, by the way, that's illegal." What What do you do with all that farm equipment? What do you do with all all the imp- apparatuses and the infrastructure you have to process hemp? Suddenly, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So we wonder why the the 
you know, when this is all going on, we see the collapse of our economy, but where does the collapse of the economy end the tie of the, you know, making hemp illegal? Where is there a correlation, a causation correlation with hemp being made illegal and then the stock market, the dust bowl? I mean, there's too many things that happened at the same time that I, I really can't see how they are not, they're not tied together. Well, I and think they, they are. You know, I, th- I think they absolutely are. And you got to also remember is because of the exodus of hemp in the country in the early 1900s, farmers had a switch to new various cash crops. This mm-hmm. was soy and corn, so on and so forth. And what this did is it hyper depleted the soils because of the yeah. mass growing that was occurring. This gets you into the mm-hmm. 1920s. And then all of a sudden come the 1930s. And you need artificial fertilizers and pharmaceutical companies to basically produce these various chemicals. Yep, the petroleum companies to stabilize that and allow those crops to grow. Look at that. We just figured out a mystery. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Who is it? It's me, Dave. Open up, man. I got the stuff. Who? It's Dave, man. Open up. I think the cops saw me come in here. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Come on, man. Open up. I think the cops Dave's saw me. Dave's not here. Open up the door. It's Dave. <laughs> 
Oh, Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here. <laughs> so, uh, Putin right. has came out and said that they're going to react if the UK supplies uranium ammunition to Kiev. This is known as depleted uranium ammunition. Hmm. And I'm telling that you. That sounds fun. Uh, yep. Ah, not a good that'll, thing. That's not going to end well. Uh, let's go to the, uh, the lines here. How are we doing? Charles, today? you there? Uh, Charles, how oh, you doing? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, how you doing? Um, okay, uh, I'll make this quick because uh, you guys were talking on a uh, touchy subject that I've been, uh, well, an advocate for for a long time now, uh, for a hemp. Um, yeah. And, Josh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this to you before, uh, the book uh, by Jack Hewer, the, the Emperor Wears No Clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a good read. Um, but... I mean, all our all our problems with the whole war, Middle East, oil, uh, all that could have been solved had we just not switched from hemp and gone to oil. Um, I mean, the book True. is filled with so much history knowledge. Even uh, Queen Elizabeth even made it mandatory for all the farmers to grow hemp because it was a need for clothing, sales, um even currently, we could turn hemp into cement blocks and be using it for building materials. We could be well. Hemp will actually hemp. go in and take radiation out of the soil. I'm That's sorry, actually really? a little-known fact about it, hemp as well. It'll actually replenish really? the soil and take uh, radiation out of it. Yeah, it's a huge study, and they did it in Russia, showing that they could go back into the, some of these areas that were polluted, and they put hemp into it, and it and it uh, neutralizes the soil. So well, look at sense. that. And hemp can do uh, everything that trees can do. Uh, an acre of trees that they have growing to for paper farms, I mean, we could mm-hmm. be doing the same thing every three months to be growing out yeah, paper. Yeah, it's a three-crop three three year. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And there's so many beneficial to it. And I'm just I'm waiting for us to go back to it because I think that would solve all the problems with climate control people trying to say, hey, let's save the world. It's like, well, we could be sa- we could have been saving the world hundreds of years ago if we had we right. just not made that change. Wow. Very good, Chuck. That's great. Or yep. Charles. Sorry Thanks about that. Time, guys. Appreciate it, Charles. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Let's All right. Go. We got another, oh, caller? We another caller? Yeah, we got another caller. Lining them up today. All right. I think Mike- Paul, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> One right. second. We got another caller coming in. He's, he's he's sticking the landing. Mike, you there? No? Just me and Josh. All right, Mike. All right, there Mike, we how go. are we doing today? Hey, Josh, Jim, it's Mike again. Hey, uh, two quick things. First of all, uh, speaking of hemp, Henry Ford mm-hmm. created a vehicle during World War II using hemp. Absolutely. Yes, he did. Also, yep. too, for, for Jim's point about deep Breathing exercises, harmonica. Oh, really? Set around sedentary. Somebody like myself who has some health issues, um, taking up the harmonica some years ago has helped me with the, the, the deep lung. Because even if you, you play lousy, there's still exercises like the train noises, okay, that right. forces you to take deep breaths more from your diaphragm and your lower Oh, you're pushing out and sucking in. I yes. get it. Yeah. Wow. Very also good. Too, also, too, when you had mentioned the grounding, taking your shoes mm-hmm. off and being grounded, 
okay, and you're using a medical, metal harmonica, because um, most covered plates are a, a steel of some sort, and then the brass. So that gives you more of the, more of the natural grounding while you're doing your breathing exercises. Just a couple little facts wow. to throw out there to you guys. Very Perfect. Cool. All right. Wow, that's awesome. Have Thank you. Thanks, All right. Bye. You too, buddy. Man. Well, there you go. This is this is we're slaying it. It's only Tuesday. What are we gonna do the rest of the week? Like <laughs> this should be like a we're gonna like everything's up from here. Well, wait, we got a yeah. This is a great day. Good job. We got a good a lot of good information there. And this is all. And here's the thing: if the government's against it, uh, you know, like I've said before, if if uh, Potato and Chief is against Pooty, well, Uncle Pooty suddenly becomes my hero, right? Because we know that he's gonna end up on the right side of things if the potato's after him. Same way with the New York, you know, DA going after Trump. We know where this is all going to end. Well, here we hear the government wants to schedule one this stuff. Well, then that shows you that there's obviously more benefits out there than they want you to know about. Mm-hmm. The things from cancer treatments, the the homeostasis process that happens when we, you know, CBDs and all this other stuff. I mean, Charlie, when he was alive, uh, the CBDs actually got him up and walking and out of his wheelchair because wow. his arthritis was subsiding. So, but well, I will tell you that we are headed into a major point of chaos in this country, and that this these are the type of conversations we need to be having. Uh, you know, going out there and getting some hemp seeds and growing some hemp and and cannabis. I didn't say that out loud, but cannabis and, and all <laughs> these things and, and having things that are desirable and that people need and use to survive and having these alternative forms of medicine. This is a lot of what we do and talk about on a red pill preppers events on Sunday is what, right. what type of things should you be having at your house? What, you know, seeds that they'll last forever. You can, you can grab a bag of those vacuum seed that bag and you can throw them in a bin and they'll be there forever. But you should mm-hmm. also have a garden. You should also have, you know, herbs that are growing in your garden that are beneficial to you, that have medicinal Sunflowers. Purposes. Lots of big-headed sunflowers. We talked about that before. Sunflowers. Dandelions. Plant I thought about just going out there and creating a dandelion farm. True. True. Uh, marigolds are, are great for uh, keeping bugs away. Sunflowers are good for keeping uh, uh, that away. Also, but dandelions are super nutrient for Actually, bees love dandelions. They mm-hmm. they love the nectar and the stuff in there. So as a beekeeper, I I watch them do this stuff, and uh, we'd be surprised that actually the problem is is that when we take uh, the dandelion killer back to the hive, it will cause birth defects in the future generations of bees. So when you're out there, ah. out there killing dandelions, it actually gets back to the hive. It's very detrimental to them. Damn you, Monsantos. You know, because I'm I'm looking to buy land. Jim knows this, and you know one mm-hmm. of the things I'm going to grow on that land is dandelions. Do it. I, I'm, I'm seriously. I'm just going to take a big garden, mm-hmm. all the acreage I have that tilled. I'm going to take it and I'm just going to start planting all these these great herbs, and they call them weeds, but they're not weeds. Okay, the, the, the mean weeds means that it grows abundantly, and you want to stop mm-hmm. it. But I'm just going to start yep. just growing it all. Why not? And do then it. I'm going to collect it, and then you can do you can do tons of stuff in the sense of selling that back to the market as well. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things behind if you put the natural grasses back in. There was a guy who took 180 acres in Texas where it was completely barren land and let the natural grasses come back within three years. He had like five separate springs that welled up, and the pond started filling up without any intervention or chemicals or pumping of water. 
the ground brought itself back through the natural grasses being just put back into the soil in the deserts of Texas. Yep. And uh, it was actually a pretty fascinating little documentary on this guy where he was doing this. But we, well, I think we, we walked away. That, that was what happened is that the water, um, the underground aquifer, the natural well mm-hmm. underneath, uh, was clogged. And so right. it was diverting water away from the land and into a deeper yep. well. So what he did is he went in and, and manufactured it to basically stream it underneath his land. And then he put those those grasses in there that leach down into the uh, – they find water below, mm-hmm. and they pull that water up to the surface. Yep. By the way, you can buy a, a seven-pack of harmonicas for 70 bucks. Well, look at that. You can buy seven different harmonicas for seven, 70 like, bucks. Like modern-day dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> dumbbells. You're a dumbbell. Yep. All, All right, right guys. man. Jim, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for joining the Dr. Light Show today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow.